I am so thankful for the show Good Patron and for Garrett's hard work. Uh, It has helped me to be more aware of the campaigns that I might have missed along the way, and I've been able to support a lot of indie music this year. Hi, I'm Dave Trout. I'm founder of UTR Media, and I'm just hopping in here real quick before we get the show started, and I hand it off to Garrett. Uh, Just to say thank you to all the people who have already given a gift of support to UTR's year-end fundraiser called Build-A-Thon 2022. Um, This helps us to be able to thrive in the months and years ahead and continue our nonprofit work. Yep, we are a 501c3, which means your donations and gifts are 100% tax-deductible. Plus, during the campaign, we have some special reward thank yous that are exclusively happening right now. So check it out if you haven't gotten involved yet. And we would love to have you consider UTR as one of the organizations that you support as we close out 2022. Um, it's at utrmedia.org, and we'll link to the Buildathon campaign in today's show notes. All right, Garrett, on with the show. Welcome to Good Patron, a production of UTR Media. I am your host, Garrett Godfrey, and on this show, I'll explore what it means to be a good patron, asking how each of us can be a good patron of the bands and musicians we appreciate. I am glad you're here, so stick around because we have got some exploring to do. And because I know you're all probably listening to this while you're doing other things, I've got links for all these active campaigns and pre-orders in the show notes, so you can come back to it when you're ready to go back and check out these great campaigns. This is episode 56 for December of 2022. If you saw the episode title, you already know the three artists I'm going to cover. I'll be covering campaigns for music by KJ52, Sharon, and Alden Brown. And I'll have a tip for one way you can be a good patron, and I'll issue you a challenge, and I'll let you know about something new I'm doing. But first, I want to tell you about our Spotlight campaign. KJ52 has been rapping for the last 25 years, and back in 2019, he announced that he was retiring from music. But since then, we've actually seen a couple new projects from him, including One Year Ago and KJ52 vs. Jonah. Now he's launched a Kickstarter campaign to create a new album to be titled Still Standing, and it'll be inspired by the effects of Hurricane Ian. Here is a clip of his song Take Me Back from his last album, just so you've got an idea what he sounds like. Yeah, the sun is all in my face, water's all in my feet, right? I got love in my heart, right? I got joy, I got peace, and it's all blue in my sky, yep. and that's all I can see, uh-huh. I got you by my side, what more can I need, I'm sitting in a boat, looking at the sun, floating right next to the beach, yep. and it can all come, it can all go, I ain't stressing no thing, nah. place it out, bun, place it out, bone. You're the one that I see, yo. no matter what comes, all that I know, you're the blessing to me and my, you're putting the wind in my back, blessing the air that I breathe, you're putting that light on my face, you're being the strength that I need, yo. and if I'm losing my way. 
For $10, you get the download of the new album still standing. For $20, you get an autographed CD in that download. For $30, you get an autographed CD 4-pack, including this new album, the albums One Year Ago, Jonah Part 2, and Mental, plus that download. And he's got other options available, so head over to Kickstarter and search for KJ52, or you can use the link in the show notes. This campaign closes Monday, December 12th. So what's one way you can be a good patron? I was on Facebook a little while ago and saw a post in the IndieVision Music Facebook group by Noah Hardwick where he shared an article he'd written for the IndieVision Music website with over a hundred albums from 2022 where you could buy the album on CD or vinyl. I immediately checked it out and was surprised by some that I hadn't even realized were available in physical copy. And I was really curious about his list and how he put it together. So I had a chat with Noah about it and I'm able to share it with you. Here is my conversation with Noah Hardwick from Indivision Music about his recent article. So Noah, first, I've got a couple questions for you about what you do with Indivision Music to kind of provide some background. So how long have you been writing for them? Uh, let's see. It'll be seven years in... Actually, seven years last month. <laughs> wow. And then... I know you for all of the weekly lists that you do of new releases, and I know that has to take a, a lot of work to get out uh, every week. Um, and I've seen you do some other news articles. What all do you write for the site? So mostly what I do is the new release lists. Um, occasionally, I will do some kind of feature posts, though, just whenever I, I feel like I've got time and have an idea for something. But But on a regular basis, it's really just making a list of new releases every week. So now this specific chat is about an article you wrote kind of towards the beginning of October. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I saw it, I knew I wanted to share it with my listeners. And then it's even better that I can have you on to share it with them. Can you tell us about that post? Yeah. So this post actually just kind of started out as an idea when I was thinking, wow, I really wish I had added more CDs to my collection this year. And then I got to thinking, well, what CDs would I have added to my collection this year? What what album was out this year that I could have bought? So uh, that just kind of started me down a path of looking for albums that you could buy as either a CD or a vinyl or a cassette or any kind of physical medium. And one thing led to another. And before you know it, I have this really big list of stuff that you can buy uh, as a CD or a vinyl. And when you got that, you might as well share it with everybody, right? Well, yeah. So you got the 2022 IVM wish list, 100 plus albums you can buy on CD and vinyl. And then you got some feedback with more stuff. And so you updated it in November? Yeah. So uh, I had when I wrote the list, I had the intention of coming back and updating it twice, once in October and then once in November. But one thing led to another and I didn't get a chance to do it at the end of October, but I did finally get around to it in November to go back and update it with all the releases that happened between uh, the time I made the list and the time I updated it in November and a few other ones that I had just found along the way. So how did you find all these to compile your list? So I took the new release posts that I do every week on Indivision Music and I just went back to January and started at the beginning and went album by album, just searching for them on the band's website or on Bandcamp or just on their label. If they were uh, uh, an artist that had a label and just one by one, <laughs> it took a while, but I don't really know of another way to do it. <laughs> I love that you really tried 
wherever possible to use links where folks could buy the album or the EP directly from the artist. And that you encourage folks while you're there, see what else you might want to add. Yeah, uh, that, that was because a lot of these artists, you could buy the CD from a lot of different places. And I don't have time to hunt down every single one of them. So I really did try to focus on finding the place that you could buy it. That would be the best for the artist. And I feel like once you know that it's out there, if you want to find somewhere else to do it, then you could take it upon yourself to go look for it. So I just picked the, try to pick just one or two links for each artist to make it simple. Now, so after you did all that scouring to find stuff, kind of asking yourself, what could I have picked up this year? Did you, did you go back and like, were there any that you didn't know about for physical media that you ended up ordering once you found out? I think I've only ordered one album since I made the list. I do have about two others that I'm kind of on the fence about. And uh, I do have about one or two others that are in my Amazon cart, kind of just waiting till the next time I have an Amazon order. So (laughs) I will tell you, going down your list, I had pre-ordered the Alley Page as soon as your Mm -hmm. band camp went order, uh, pre-order went live. But I didn't even know about the Andy Hunter CD. So when I saw that, I, I just ordered it. And there are like only a couple copies left on CD. Um, and it's an import. So it's a little bit pricier to get with exchange rate and the shipping. But I like Andy Hunter from way, way back. So I knew he did that like uh, app for music. But mm-hmm. I, I just want to be able to listen to an album or a CD without having to load a specific app. So I was glad he'd kind of gone back to putting something out on this yeah, CD. Yeah. I- I will say that I have enjoyed his presence uh, series that he's done kind of like the almost like meditative music that he's done for the last few albums. But I really enjoyed this album being I felt like it kind of got back to more of the root stuff that I really enjoyed from his earlier. Yeah, like Exodus and some of the Mm -hmm. remixes he'd done. I was actually listening to this one today. And yeah, it's really enjoyable the way he took the, the, the Lord's Prayer and just kind of broke it down song by song and uh, just did one phrase with kind of some thoughts behind each one. I really like it. I, I also got a couple copies of Ann Wilson to give away. And I think when I ordered them, they were like five bucks a piece or something. It was like a smoke and sale and I got them and they were autographed and I'm like, wow, you're like, you can't beat that. And then a couple copies of the Bellsberg project that Rich Mullins, uh, various artists compilation, um, Carolyn Aaron's I'd gotten with her Kickstarter and the Chagall Guevara and Firefighter, but I didn't know Madison Cunningham had CD and vinyl. I didn't know Martin, Martin Smith's album was on CD. I did, I, I should have made sense that Tyson Motzenbacher's would have been on CD and vinyl mm-hmm. since it's tooth and nail. But I think I'm going to have to circle back again, kind of like you and, and add a few more to my two buy list. I think the biggest disappointment was just how many weren't on cd or vinyl though and yeah i can't fault artists i i know it's a lot of expense to be able to make something and put it into a physical format but there were a, been a lot of albums this year that i really do wish that i could buy and unfortunately best i can tell they just they aren't out there <laughs> well i know i just heard uh, an interview with the group giants and pilgrims um mm-hmm. on the green room door it's another utr podcast and um the the host was actually asking the artist, so can we get this on CD or vinyl or anything? And he's like, nope. I still have like boxes and boxes of the last two projects on CD in the closet. I decided not to make CDs this time because like we're just not selling them. I just thought, oh man, that's that's heartbreaking. But 
I, I guess, I mean, like they would know the raw numbers if they have to order 150 and they're still sitting on a hundred. That's hard. Yeah. yeah but, that's, but then I want like Tina Boonstra. She's my new, like last couple years, new favorite artist. And I found that she had a few of her older projects on CD on Bandcamp. So I bought those, but like none of the new stuff's physical. And I was just like, oh, I want to get some of these things on CD. I want to have the, bigger cover art i want to see the liner notes i want to pop it in a player and just like walk with it or have it in the car without having to stream it so or vinyl i mean some of these are you know good enough to own on vinyl yeah there actually are quite a few on vinyl this year in fact there's some that you can only get on vinyl they don't make them on cd which i can of understand that i think that there's a little bit it costs more to make it on the vinyl but i feel like you can sell it for a little bit more so it probably does help the artist a little bit i think uh with that especially since you don't have to do as big a run either probably and it's cool though but they probably take a lot longer to get <laughs> yeah that is true <laughs> yeah that's a bit of a a bit of a hassle i think but but they're so nice to have once they come mm-hmm. out well i i just wanted to to spread the word about this because i think there's still plenty of time for folks as we're coming into december to go back that list to remember projects that had come out already that they'd liked and gone oh yeah I, I like that one. Why why aren't I listening to that right now? Because if you have the CD, you can have it in your car, and then there it is. Like Or, you know, I, I know some yeah. folks don't have CD players in their car anymore, but uh, I'm old school like that. I enjoy that. Yeah, and I think it's a really great time, too, because uh, everybody's kind of getting into the holiday season, and so maybe it's buying it for somebody you know, or maybe it's something that you just want to put under the tree for yourself. But I think it definitely will also help the artists too to have a little bit of extra people buying their stuff this time of year. So, yeah, and I think if CD sales maybe bounce back, we might have more of those artists putting them out next year. Yep, I don't. And I don't know. You know, while you're there, like I said, get a T-shirt, get something else too. So support the artist. I love it. Well, thank you very much, Noah. I sure appreciate this. No problem. I'm glad to come on. So my challenge for you in this episode is find one of these albums that you'd like and buy it on CD or vinyl. It doesn't even have to be for you. It's a perfect time to buy some gifts for other folks. And if you do pick up some CDs or records from this list, I'd love to hear which ones you got. Share about it in the crowdfunding Christian Music Group on Facebook, or you can tweet about it on Twitter and tag at GoodPatron so I find out. Now I've got more artists you should know about that could use your support coming up right after this quick break. This podcast is sponsored by the new album, Bellsberg, The Songs of Rich Mullins. Holy Jesus, I'm shaking like a leaf. UTR is proud to partner with Old Bear Records on the release of Bellsburg, an 18-track tribute recorded in Rich Mullins' old house in Bellsburg, Tennessee. Heaven is waiting past the horizon. The project features musical contributions from Amy Grant, Andrew Peterson, Mitch McVicker, Ashley Cleveland, Brothers McClurg, Andrew Greer, Jason Gray, and more. And the Holy King of Israel loves me here. Oh, in America. Find Bellsberg on all music platforms with CDs, vinyl, and tees available at bellsberg.com. 
let's face it, it's hard to look cool when your minivan speakers are cranking Sandra McCracken or the latest episode from The Bible Project. So the least we can do is help you look like a baller while you jam to your melancholy folk songs. That's why UTR's latest contest is for a kicking pair of Beat Solo 3 wireless headphones. Beat Solo 3 wireless headphones. You can win the headphones for free and make your neighbors think you're listening to Tupac Shakur while you're mowing your lawn, while in reality, it's tunes by Sarah Gross. Enter UTR's contest for Beat Solo 3 headphones for free at utrmedia.org. Again, that's utrmedia.org. Welcome back to the second half of the show. Before I tell you about the other campaigns, I want to suggest a few things. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I want to say thank you for checking it out. And I really hope it connects with you. Be sure to subscribe or follow the show and ask for notifications so you catch new episodes every month. And if you're already a subscriber and regular listener, then a really big thank you to you. And would you consider joining the crowdfunding Christian music group on Facebook to share, discover, and discuss all these new campaigns with the rest of us? And I want to let you know about something new I'm doing along with this podcast. It's the Good Patron email newsletter. So the podcast comes out once a month. The newsletter comes out once a week, which means fewer campaigns that will fall through the cracks between episodes. Every issue will have new campaigns and pre-orders that were just launched or discovered the week before, a reminder about campaigns that will end in this upcoming week, and then a listing of all the other campaigns I know about that are still active that week. And the whole thing's free. Now, it won't have the details and opinion and commentary about each campaign like this podcast has, and it won't have the sound clips or interviews that you get here, but the email newsletter isn't meant to replace the podcast. It's meant to supplement it and fill in the gaps between the episodes in a quick and easy way. So if you want to check it out, head over to theotherccm.com forward slash newsletter, and it'll bounce you right over to the page with more details where you can sign up. Okay, I'm done with all the housekeeping. Let's get on to the rest of the campaigns. Sharon Hack out of Perth, Australia, has been writing and recording songs for nearly 20 years, and it's been a little over 10 years since she released her debut album. And in April of 2020, after finishing up some work on a film project, she felt called to write a themed album of worship songs around the idea of rest. And now she and these songs are ready, and she's launched a Kickstarter campaign to fund the project. She's described it as songs for tired moms trying to help their little ones fall asleep. The ones who've had a hard day at work and need a space to unwind. Kids who are worried about nightmares. The big tough guy who tells you he's all good, but really he needs a hug. Friends and family going through a tough time. And maybe your grandma while she does her knitting before her midday nap. She said, this is the kind of album that you can just put on at the end of the day. Each song is around 10 minutes long. And it's an invitation to let go of the things that circle around your head and your soul that make it impossible to rest. Here is a clip from her campaign video so you've got an idea what she sounds like. Is 
$25 Australian, that's about 17 US, gets you the download of the album, and she's got other options like a digital lyric book, an early download of the demo for the song In the Quiet, an early download of the instrumental album, and more. So head over to Kickstarter and search for Sharon, that's S-H-E-R-Y-N, or use the link in the show notes. This campaign closes Saturday, January 8th. Alden Brown is a singer-songwriter and worship leader from Long Island, New York, and he has launched a Kickstarter campaign for a four-song live EP to be titled One Great Name. Here is a clip of his first single, Old Friend, that he released earlier this year, so you've got an idea what he sounds like. Hey there, old friend, I know it's been too long since the last time that we spoke. Remember when I'd tell you everything And just to be with you was what I wanted most Are you still close? gets the early download of the EP, and he's got other options like premiere seating at the live EP recording. So head over to Kickstarter and search for One Great Name, or you can use the link in the show notes. This campaign closes Sunday, January 1st. Now, I really hope that as you listen to this podcast, both this episode and episodes to come, you encounter campaigns and artists that connect with you, and you'll follow up and check them out. And I hope this month's challenge to support an artist by buying a CD or record will motivate you to do exactly that. I know they would really appreciate it. And if you buy some as gifts, I imagine the recipients will appreciate it too. Now, if you have any questions or feedback about this episode or the campaigns or what we're all about, or if you want to give me a heads up about a campaign I should know about, or if you want to talk about something for the fan favorite segment, please reach out. I would love to hear from you. Message me on Twitter at GoodPatron or on Instagram at GoodPatronPodcast or you can email me, goodpatronpodcast at gmail.com. I am excited to keep digging into the topic of how to be a good patron, and I hope I encourage you in your journey from fan to patron. Until next episode, remember, great music doesn't just happen, so get involved. And you know what? One way you can get involved is to support UTR Media. They're the ones that put out this podcast. They're the ones that pay for the podcast hosting and the final production before it goes live and gets in your hands. If you want to support what they're doing with this podcast, Good Patron, or the Gourmet Music Podcast, or the Green Room Door, or the Release Date Podcast, all of their playlists on all the different streaming platforms, or the YouTube video collections, there's tons of good stuff coming up with the critics picks for the end of the year. Go to utrmedia.org and look at their build-a-thon. It's a chance to sign up for a monthly donation or a one-time donation right now at their end-of-the-year funding campaign. 
So please consider supporting UTR with the Buildathon. And I know I say it at the end of every episode, but I want you to know, it's not just credits at the end. I, I really do mean this. Good Patron Podcast is proud to be a part of UTR Media. They are an independent, listener-supported, nonprofit ministry in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And you can find them online at utrmedia.org. Music.